you know, every now and then when the topic comes up of, hey, how um, how will these guys do today? Or, And, you know, someone will be like, to one of the older players, obviously, that the game has evolved, um, the training now, the athleticism now, the skills now are just on another level. And those people that are talking for the older guys and, and making that argument will be like, well, they never had that training. And if you gave them that training, they'd be on that level. Well, I'm like, well, the reality is they don't have that fucking training and they didn't have that um, uh, environment around them. So the game evolved and they were pieces in that evolution, but they were not better than the guys today. You know, and and I say this about, um, you know, every sport, the players today are more skilled. The players today are more, for the most part, are more athletic than players in the 80s and, and even the 90s, 70s, obviously. So there was probably a few guys, like a select few, that could be playing in this level game today. But for the most part, role players back then, if you picked them up and you put them in today's game, they would struggle. They wouldn't probably, a lot of them probably wouldn't make the league. A lot of them would have a hard time going Division One. There's a huge evolution that happened in the game. And I'm going to go into what it was and how it took place. But to sit here and say, he never had this, so you can't do No, you, you can't do that. Uh, a 1993 car is not going to be on par with a 2013 car or 2020 vehicle, you know. But you're not going to sit here and make excuses for that car. It's just they it never happened and, and, and it evolved. If you pick up these guys, that's all my, that's what I always talk about when I speak about um, Bird and Magic and, and Isaiah. Those guys, whatever, they're elite. But I'm saying there's other guys. Pick them up, put them in today's game, put them in today's basketball environment. Do they even shine at the college level? And I don't think they would because there was a huge transformation that took place. Those guys were pieces, crucial pieces in the infancy of, infancy of the game. You know, players back then couldn't shoot with the range and skill that players today can do it with off the handle with their handles, you know, all these things in the nineties, you had like five, six guys that we saw. Now you have like on the perimeter. Now you have like so many of that, right. On every single team, there's two, three, four, five guys. And I think the way this evolution kicked in was obviously the athleticism and the training is one thing, but there's something more to it. Those guys, those kids, the Iversons, the, the T-Macs, the Vince, the Kobe's, the Dwight Howard's and, List goes on and on. Those guys were more than just training products. They had DNA, you know, sometimes a, a, a product of uh, the food they were eating or a product of, hey, my mom was a football player. I'm sorry, my dad was a football player. And my mom was a track star and, you know, things like that. That's what you're seeing now. That's when you see kids. It's like, yo, what are these kids eating? No, if you go look back, their parents probably did two sport athletes. You know, they were athletes their whole life. It's just the DNA is on another, another level now. So you're talking about giving those people that are DNAs that – whose DNA is already on another level. You're giving them the training, the strength training, the plyometrics, the rehab, the recovery. Of course, these guys are going to be better. Now you talk about the talent. This really took off in the nineties. And I think people don't give street ball enough credit because now you have the Iversons coming in, the Steve Francis, the Baron Davis, the Stefan Marbury, the Kobe, that era was crucial because that and Kevin Garnett, those guys were products of the Michael Jordans of the Penny Hardaways and, Isaiah Thomas's and Magic's, but they had athleticism like a mic similar to it. And they were from, you know, the inner cities and they played with a chip on their shoulder and they were coming up playing the game all day. And then the street game took off, you know, and these guys brought a whole new fucking encyclopedia to the game, you know, so many different moves, so many different, you know, 
uh, ways to get a shot off and, and shake your defender. You know, that's when the game took off. Players back then, they kind of played front to back. There was no breath left to right. That's why if you look at guys playing in the 80s and 90s, you're like, yo, these guys are nowhere near skilled to what they are now. I mean, they just kind of played in their time and they did great for their time. But if you picked them up and put them in today's game, they wouldn't be on par athletically, but they wouldn't be on par basketball IQ and just comprehending wise. They can't they can't react to that behavior. So the game really took off the street game. You know, kids coming from the inner cities, those are the best athletes, those are the best players. And they will be the best athletes because they play with a chip on the shoulder. They don't have the certain luxuries that kids from the suburbs have. They come up with a coach, they come up with a trainer, they, they play in the hood, they play on the streets, they play in the courts outside. And they, I mean, it's less now, it's more AAU, they get picked up. But man, those kids took the game to another level, man. And 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 we got to appreciate that. And, and those talents are unseen, you know, and, and we're going to keep, the game's going to keep getting better now.